0: Hello, my dudes. Every time, for those of you watching on YouTube, every time I try to, like, dance along with the intro like that, uh, when I watch it back, I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, how could this emphasize my whiteness and my lack of rhythm more, you know? I'm like, but also, it's it's hard to dance too, okay? Hi, guys. It's April 23rd, Monday, back to the work week. Um, I have work actually very soon. So I've got to I got to make this a not a quick one. But like, after this ends, I have to run to work. So we're gonna have a good time. We're getting that money. Okay. Speaking of getting that money, I still have to figure out when I'm going to quit and all that, but we'll talk about that in a bit. First of all, welcome back to Previously Gifted, and thank you for listening. Quick reminder, if you're on YouTube, leave a freaking comment. Let me know you're watching. I see the views, but I love comments more. And if you're listening, leave a review on iTunes. Again, I'm just trying to boost my own ego. I like seeing those ratings, you know? Um, today, we're going to talk about... <laughs> The Royal Baby, just born, um, and a couple of other things, but mostly just whatever's on my mind, because nothing really stuck out to me this time. Before I get started, I want to give a shout-out to my patrons. In case you don't know, you can go to patreon.com slash previously gifted to support the podcast. You can throw one dollar at me every month, and that really helps support the podcast. We don't have any ads on YouTube yet. Um, so I'm just putting in this time, putting in these hours for your enjoyment, and, um, it'd be great if it could help me pay a little bit of some of my bills as well. Um, so shout out to the people who do support me. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to you guys. Anyway, um... Shout out to my sponsors. These people are extra special because, let's face it, they give me even more money, which is mind boggling. So I give them shouts out in every video and I appreciate them so freaking much. So here are my sponsees. If you've been listening, you know and love them already. We've got Joni K, Hannah Baker, Eric Courtright, Lily Dillon, Matt Barham, Kirsty McCulloch, Jerome Nivens. And Lizzie Liz Walshy Walsh, you know? Eventually we're going to get to the point where we have nicknames for everybody, but let's face it, I am not that creative at this hour, okay? (laughs) Fun little podcast fun fact. Um, I'm wearing the shirt that I wore in our very first episode. Um, I haven't had the strength to listen to the first episode again yet because it's honestly, it hasn't been that long. What are we, like episode 19 maybe? That's pretty cool. Like 19 hours of this? Wow. Um, The first episode sucks, so I would not recommend listening to it. Um, I've made a lot of changes since then, Um, but mostly I was just like in a bad place, and it's like, who the fuck wants to listen to someone who's in a bad place complain about it and talk to themselves for an hour, you know? <laughs> Nobody. Luckily, I realized that pretty quickly, and here we are today to um, hopefully not do that, because I would just be proving myself to be an idiot. Anyway, um, let's jump right in to the royal baby. Um, I like to check what's trending on Twitter, because I love keeping up with the news, uh, but like, So much of the time, it's sports. Anytime there's a name that I don't recognize, it's sports. And I'm like, why can't I, like, personalize my trending topics? If I could delete all sports, I would. I want politics. I want a little bit of entertainment news. um, And then just that random shit, you know? You know when you see something trending on Twitter where it's, like, so fucking dumb and random? I don't know. It's almost similar to like the Facebook trending things where it's like, I don't know, like this cat didn't understand where her food bowl was. And people share their dumb experiences about their cats. I'm like, mm, why is this a trending topic on Twitter filed under haha? I'm going to have to um, speak with the leader of Twitter, please. <laughs> Call me. Anyway, let's talk about this royal baby. I'm usually not one to um, especially care about like celebrity babies, because it's like, ah, other people do. They squeezed a baby out of them or got it cut out of their bellies. Um, But I do love babies, so a a good birth story is always exciting. But this one is important because of uh, whatever purpose the royal family has in England. And believe me, Nathan has tried to explain it to me. A little bit, but really, I'm just like "Ah, I um, just—they have so many titles, and apparently, they don't do that much. I don't know, though. I don't know. Anyway, the line of succession right now is Queen Elizabeth, the second, the current queen, um, and then Prince Charles, and then the Duke of Cambridge, which is um, Daddy. Wow. The, the, The the the. the father. What's his name? It's not Harry. It's the other one. Um, delete. 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 Next is Prince George. The firstborn baby of Kate Middleton and... What's his name? This is really bad that I don't know his name. I'm like, hm, who cares? Uh, the future king of England. Um, and then after that, this is significant because this only came into law uh, in 2015, but... This is the first time in history that a royal princess is not going to have her line in the fucking lineage, line of succession. (laughs) Fuck. It's 10 in the morning, you guys. I haven't spoken prior to this. Give me a break. Um, This is the first time that a princess is not going to have her, her part in the line of succession usurped. Usurped by um a younger brother because the new royal baby spoiler alert it's a boy congratulations uh so it's going to be prince george and then little prince charlotte and then the new royal baby and below that we get to prince harry and then everybody else who has basically no chance of ever being uh king or queen it's it's very fascinating to me i guess um I mean, literally in in another universe, we're still British. you know, the British are coming. They're still here. Um what I'm saying is if if America hadn't declared its independence, like, I'd be British right now, you know if if they were able to to retain control or wanted to retain control over uh, the United States as a colony. Um, but we also wouldn't be our own country, we'd still be uh colonized. I actually never mind. I don't know how that would work. But I'm just saying, um, I do feel a slight connection to the Brits, mostly because of Nathan, um, and meeting and knowing his family. I'm like, wow, this is this is amazing. I feel like I I could be distantly related to you guys. But not at all. Um All I'm saying is (laughs) I don't understand how um, how politics in the UK really works, or, um, the purpose of having a royal family, but it's pretty cool, though, in a way, to have a king or a queen or both or whatever, and they they just get to be a beautiful figurehead who have, you know, like, impeccable manners and dress very nicely and formally at all times, um... And then when they have babies, it's a huge deal, not just because they're having babies, but because it impacts uh, the future of the country, I guess. So that's that's our first point. Congratulations to Kate and, what's his name? This is horrible. How am I blanking on this? Kate Middleton and Prince William. Duh, he's a William. <laughs> ah, Willie, Prince Willie boy. He is really losing that hair. But that's okay. It's totally fine. It's just that Kate Middleton is so, so beautiful, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. He's he's handsome as well. I'm sure he has other things going for him other than being uh, next in line to the throne. Um, Probably a great personality. He's probably a renaissance man, to be honest. I swear, if I were royal, I would be the most incredible renaissance woman, okay? Like, if all I had to do was, like, hone my skills in a variety of skill sets, are you kidding me? You know? Okay, like, the classic Renaissance man, which, by the way, sexist, it's 2018, we are all Renaissance people if we learn enough skills to get that title. Anyway the classic renaissance man was like an enlightened thinker and he was a scholar and a gentleman and he probably rode horses and did archery and knew many languages um including probably latin or greek or something um and of course he could dance and speak a bunch of i already said languages um And that was that, you know, the Renaissance man, a philosopher, a lawyer, um, a friend, you know? So I just, I aspire to be that on one hand, but then I'm like, I have no skills. I'm, I'm, I'm very close to being the opposite of a Renaissance woman, you know? Like, I don't, I don't get to spend all of my time just like, studying things, enjoying the arts other than like what's streaming. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not this this refined, classy, um intelligent, educated kind of person. Um but that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying if I were royal, I feel like that's that would be my time to shine, you know? They'd be like, "Okay, Tiffany, you have to first of all fix your posture." And I'm like, done. And then, then I would just get to spend all of my time learning things and looking regal and dressing well. Somebody would help me dress well. And then I'd be so, so, okay, whatever. I'm just rambling on. This is a shitty podcast so far. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, let's talk about something horrifying, which, which is very, very sad. Um, that Southwest flight explosion. First of all, that's my biggest fear. Uh I fly southwest a lot, you know, when I when I'm in the southwest area. Um but I mean this could happen to any airline depending on their like safety checks and, you know, who knows. In case you didn't hear about it, um it was within the last week, a Southwest flight um between Dallas and uh LaGuardia, New York. Um, an engine blew, terrifying, and then it shattered a window, and it sucked a woman out partially out of the window, and then people were scrambling to pull her back in. Um, and then obviously there was panic on the flight, and the oxygen masks dropped down, and and um, they had to make an emergency landing in Philadelphia. But the woman who was sucked out of the window, her name is Jennifer Rordan she passed away and it's just like holy shit first of all every single person on that flight is scarred forever like if i were on a flight even if i weren't injured in any way but if like something like that happened i feel like i would never be able to overcome my fear of flying because like every single time i fly i'm worried about it and then i'm like logically like nothing's gonna happen there are so many flights that you know go out every single day that are totally fine like And and most of the issues are, like, human-caused, so, like, mechanically, it's probably fine. Turbulence is really nothing to worry about. But then something like this comes up, and I'm like, oh, fuck. What if I'm sitting near an engine, and it blows up and sucks me out the window? It's, like, it's truly horrifying, and I, and I, I feel very terrible, um for that woman and her family because holy fuck, you know, you absolutely don't expect that to happen. You know, people like, oh, what if the plane crashes? But like, you don't expect one freak accident to happen and only impact like one person on a whole flight. I mean, thank God. It's good that more people weren't harmed in that. But like, when I read about that, I was like, oh my God, I do not want to fly ever again. It's very scary. Oh, God. Speaking of, I'm going to Miami this week, so I will have to be flying um, in the next few days, and it's going to be fine. It's a pretty short flight. It's like three hours, um, so that's not terrible, because now I'm pretty used to the, like, you know, across the entire fucking country, California to New York and back flights, which are way too long. But three hours should be manageable, and I'm excited about the weather. But anyway, it's just like, oh, shit. Scary things happen all the time. Not to be the fear monger of your Monday. Not to scare you on your way to work or anything. But uh, just be safe out there. Be smart. Tell your loved ones that you love them. That's the best we can do, isn't it? Um, Jesus, that's scary. Speaking of freak... Not accidents, because it was a planned thing. The shooting at that Waffle House in Tennessee. Oh, my God. Again, like, I find all of my news on Twitter. Thanks, trending topics. Um, But it is a good way to see, like, what's happening right away and, you know, read a bunch of different people's accounts and opinions of it or whatever. But uh, crazy-ass white man, shocker, um, goes into a Waffle House naked other than a jacket and he shoots up the place and he like killed four people and a lot of other people were injured as well um and there was I need to shout out this guy's name well maybe I can just google it um a brave black man um tackled the gunman had an AR-15, an Armalite rifle, again, gun owners every time will be like, it's not an assault rifle, don't call it that, <sighs> fuck off dude, it is the rifle that is responsible for many of the um, mass shootings that we're seeing, not responsible, it is the weapon of choice for the deranged gunmen who use it to kill many people very quickly. Um, but anyway, they will stress again, AR stands for armalite. It doesn't stand for Assault Rifle. Okay, sure, it's a semi-automatic rifle with the uh, ability to, to kill many people very quickly. That's all I'm going to say about that for now. But this man, um, who was unarmed, he just tackled the gunman and he wrestled the gun away from him. And he saved so many people because that man just would have continued to shoot. Um his name is James Shaw Jr, and he is an example of black excellence um that was that was like the one shining light of this um story and you know this this situation was that um you know this is like three a m at a waffle house just the middle of the night, of course, you don't expect. I mean, I don't know. I've actually never been to a Waffle House. I don't know if it's just, like, in the South or something. You know, I've been to my share of Denny's in the middle of the night. But, um, I don't know. Some people say, like, shit goes down at Waffle House. I don't know. But, I I mean, you still wouldn't expect a gunman to come in and try to uh, kill a bunch of people. Um, but, yeah, apparently he just, he just said, like, I have to do something. Um... He during a break in the firing sprinted through the door as fast as he could, slamming into the gunman and knocking him to the ground. He grabbed the rifle and tossed it over the counter. <sighs> wow, it's fucking horrible. It's really, really horrible. Um, but he's he's a hero, dude. That's the amazing thing. I'm like, I could cry about this right now. It's 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 amazing to see people um rise up in a moment like that. And just, you know, with with no concern over their own safety, like, they just, they just do it. And that's amazing, you know? Some people are like, what about the good guy with the gun? It's like, this guy didn't even need a gun, dude. He just fucking tackled a dude with an AR-15. That's absolutely crazy, but it's incredibly brave. And that response, you know, doesn't... Come with the the danger of like getting in in the crossfire of two guns. You know it doesn't add more bullets to the situation, um, but you know of course that isn't possible in all of these all of these situations really. But you know he was he was lucky in this in this situation in that he was able to do that, and that's just amazing. Anyway, his name again is James Shaw Jr. What a dude. You know it's pretty scary. Fuck like not to make this podcast a negative one. I'm just going over the news and obviously the only like news stories that are the most interesting tend to be the most tragic ones. It's terrible. It really is. Is there any good news that I can share? Um not really. Let's take a little break and we will be right back to discuss more things. <laughs> And we're back, so, oh wow. In terms of like personal things, let's do a little life update. Um, I'm sure you guys are wondering what my college sitch update is, but really I haven't had any um, changes since whenever. So far I am 10 out of 10 for acceptances, which is very freaking cool. I'm hoping that NYU will accept me as well, knock on freaking wood. Um, But NYU's admission decisions don't come out until May to June for transfers, which is very fucking late, so... Hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later, Um, but I'll just have to wait for that. Um, But really, everything depends on the outcome of Nathan's visa sitch. Um, We'll probably talk about that more when, obviously, everything uh, gets resolved, but he should actually be hearing back about his application, like, this week which is pretty scary, Um, but one way or the other, you know, we're going to figure it out, and I've got some cool options. Um, Least likely would be me being in California, um, because there's there's just no way for Nathan to be in California with me. We don't want to do long disty like that, you know? California to New York long distance would be crazy. But if Nathan's in New York, like, I'm going to stay in New York. Um, But if if Nathan has to go back to England, like, California to England would be ridiculous. Um, So I'm just like, no, we got to figure out something else. So that's my last option. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty hype. I'm like, I want his visa to work out so that we can stay here. But also the thought of either living in England or just anywhere in Paris... Not Paris, Europe. Um, Paris is an option. Uh, the thought of living anywhere in Europe and finishing college there is amazing, though very complicated, because obviously it's expensive, and um, we'll see. So yeah, it's like, I I can't wait to hear back about his visa. You know, just rip the fucking band-aid, because it's been so much waiting between all of my college stuff and his visa application and it's crazy that all of this is you know finally going to come to some kind of decision um during May but then camp starts again in mid June and that's just it's so soon it is not very much time to get all of our stuff sorted and you know, figure out where I'm going to be living or moving and try to store stuff and just all that complicated stuff, along with, like, seeing my family and, like, I have to go to my brother's high school graduation in California and, um, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of stuff going on, but we're excited for it. Um, yeah, a lot of schools, decision deadlines, like, they want a commitment deposit by May 1st. And I simply cannot do that because I'm waiting to hear back from a scholarship, which gets back to me in May, and, like, that scholarship could make or break um, me being able to attend, like, most of these schools. So I'm like, hmm, okay, (laughs) I love the suspense, but it's getting to be a little much, you know? Why is this time of the year so fucking scary? Is it scary for everyone? I feel like it kind of is because it's like, I think a lot of people break up. Before summer, you know, because it's like it's it's a natural transition period. It's the end of a school year, which for most of us, you know, if you're still in high school, college, whatever age, um, that's a natural transition point. And then people tend to go away or come home for summer. So it's just like a very like weird time for everybody, I feel like. But like when you pile on like any of these like decisions that are made right before summer or anything, um it's just a lot. I feel like it's a wacky time. Like thinking back to a year ago, <laughs> what the fuck? Let's see. Did I know by now? Um no, I think I didn't even know yet. I think it was like the actual beginning of May. Um when I was still in Aix-en-Provence and I found out that I had been rejected from every single school because of whatever issues. Um and <laughs> I had already planned like, my my three-week trip through Europe, and I was like, well, okay, um, can I just stay in Europe forever now? Like, if this college thing isn't going to work out, like, why should I go home? And honestly, like, if I hadn't had to go to camp, if I hadn't already committed to that, I probably would have stayed and just kept spending way too much money in Europe for a bit longer. Um... But, yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like, this time last year was kind of a similar situation. Um, Even though this time is, like... (sighs) I feel like it's way more complicated this time. I feel a lot more at ease this time just because I have Nathan. And I know that, like, no matter what, we're going to make it work. And, um, you know, we do have a lot of options, even though they're very complicated thanks to, like, immigration issues. Um, But, yeah, last year I was just like... (sighs) you know and then like working through the entire summer at a camp where like you're you're working like the whole time um it's just like it's so difficult because usually you can use the summer as time to like figure everything out and like um yeah like usually that's like a time where you have a lot of spare time like you just go to work and then that's it um but being at camp is so like immersive. And it just takes up everything, um, that you don't have time to figure like stuff out. You can't leave. You can't figure out your housing or, you know, and also you're not making a lot of money. Like I, I could definitely work, um, well, I don't know. It's hard to say like how many hours you're working at a camp because pretty much you're just working like all day, every day, except your one day off and like nights off, um, but you're obviously not paid like hourly. You're just pay- paid like a salary for the season. Um, so like, if I wanted to stay here and like stay at Bucks and work like full time at Bucks, um, I'd probably be still working less hours, obviously. But I'd be like alone otherwise. <laughs> um, I would make more money through the whole summer, but like. You know, obviously I want to be at camp, doing the camp thing. I'm a little nervous about it. I've got to start, like, planning my curriculum for, you know, my job, which is handling the um, TV studio, video production kind of stuff. Um, And I'm working with two new people and, yeah, I'm just like, oh, shit, the ball is rolling. We are getting closer and closer to camp. I have to get all this figured out. I really want to be um, more organized this summer. I mean, obviously... Last summer was my first summer camp experience at all. And it's just like overwhelming and it's a lot of stuff to figure out. Um, and then on top of that, like meeting Nathan and everything advancing with us so quickly, I was like, wow, this is so much happening in two months. Like summer is a crazy time. So now it's like, again, it's a lot more calm. It's like, you know, Nathan and I are together, but it's, it's easier because we're not like getting to know each other. That was the issue last summer It was just like, We wanted to be able to see each other more often, but like, we're both busy working at opposite places in camp all day. So it was like, you know, classic. It's very romantic, though. Anyway, I need to breathe. Let's all just take a little deep breath. I'm actually really bad at deep breathing. I've realized that. I'm like, I think my lung capacity is zero, you know? That was not a deep breath. Let's try that again. Are you supposed to do in through the nose, out through the mouth? Okay, let's try that again. Oh, no. Sorry, my nose is, like, stuffy. (laughs) No wonder I can't breathe. Okay. Let's try that again. In through the nose. Yeah, you like that? (laughs) You like listening to me breathe into a microphone? Are we a meditation podcast now? I do feel a lot more calm. I mean, my eyes are nearly closed. It's like, it's very bright and my windows are open. Um, I usually put the shades so that like natural light doesn't interfere with my ring light. Um, but I decided to leave it open and it's kind of helped me awaken. Um, it's now almost 10:30. I have work in an hour. Um, but we're about thirty minutes into the podcast, and I hope you guys have been enjoying it. Um, I really like this this softer tone that I'm using. I think that it's it's very um, it's very calming, and I've, I I know that my my natural voice can be very abrasive, and that my tone can be um, abrasive as well. I'm I'm pretty. I'm an abrasive person So I just want to be a little bit softer for you guys So that you can really enjoy listening to this podcast I hope it doesn't stress you out Despite me discussing some very troubling events Um, And the uncertainty in my personal life, you know? But we all have a little bit of (laughs) uncertainty So whatever you're uncertain about today Just like, breathe it in Wow Wow my nose sounded like a, like an instrument. It was like, you know? You can't hear it now, but I did. I heard it. Um, anyway, yesterday, uh, Nathan and I went shopping a little bit. What did we do? Okay, so the weather is finally getting better. I think we've finally seen the last of the snow, which, by the way, is fucking insane. It's been snowy this, like, almost, I think, the entire time I've been here. I moved here in November and it is now late April and there has been snow like 90% of the time. I hate it. (laughs) I'm tired of it, but it's, I think it's gone. It's actually been like blue skies, clear days. And then like, it's like, Literally like 60 degrees And I feel like it's warm Which is hilarious because back home in California My spoiled ass would have been like "Mm, It's a little chilly, you know But like now that I haven't seen the sun in months I'm like, this is a blessing Thank you so much for sending this warmth So anyway, we tried to um, Enjoy the weather this weekend Um, After work on Saturday Where did we go? Oh, we went to Long Beach Long Beach on Long Island Which is a great, great little spot. I mean, it was so nice just to like, just to like feel that ocean air. Is it even the ocean? Yes, I think it is. (laughs) I'm like, ah, some things are bays and some things are like oceans. So, what can you do? Uh, No geography? Yeah, no, can't do that. So, anyway, we went to Long Beach, um, which by the way, again, I'm spoiled. I'm from Southern Orange County, dude. Laguna Beach. Like, those are the most naturally beautiful beaches. And I'm just used to that, like, like, like a kind of cove, and you walk down a bunch of stairs, and you're surrounded by these big cliffs and like beautiful houses and, and great tacos. Um, So I'm definitely spoiled by that. So when I see like kind of a plain ass beach, I'm like, this is fucking boring. But again, I couldn't complain. It was nice um, to be in, you know, decent weather and soak up the sun to put on sunblock because I'm outside. I'm like, wow, amazing. Um, and then yesterday, we went to Sagamore Hill, which you probably don't know unless you're from Long Island. Theodore Roosevelt, ex prezi um, previous Prezi. Um, <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt lived at Sagamore Hill. Um, and is that how you pronounce it? Sagamore? Yeah. So we went and we visited there. It was very cool. It's a little historic site. So like the house is there and you can take tours and it's like this this little farm so there's like barns and stuff and just like a beautiful beautiful little patch of land and then from there you can walk down a little trail and go to the beach which is on like a bay um which was crazy i walked through the little trail and we come out and it looked exactly like to me it looked exactly like jericho beach in Vancouver, which I went um, to with Haley Blay years ago when I visited her in the couve. Um It was so weird because I loved that beach. I, I loved Vancouver. I miss it a lot. I really would love to go back. Um, it was so beautiful there in the summer. So yeah, we walked out and it was like, it was just exactly like that beach and I had never really gone to another beach that reminded me of Jericho. Um, so I was like, this is so weird. I was like, yeah, this is exactly like it. The beach is right here, and then it kind of curves around, and then there would be, like, West Vancouver over there. Um, West Vancouver? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But anyway, I was like, what's across this bay? And it was just like... Nathan's like, I think that's Connecticut. And I was like, no, Connecticut's, like, that way. I don't, I don't know what that is. That's just more Long Island across. Anyway, it was beautiful, and I... I missed the sun so much. Like, my vitamin D deficient self, like, literally misses the sun, but, like, I just definitely took it for granted being from such a sunny, warm place, and I've definitely realized, like, how much I hate the cold and how much it kind of ruins me, Um, which is scary because, um, (laughs) you know, in my plans, I'm not really, like, likely to end up in a place that's super sunny and warm. Like, if I were going back to California, that'd be dope, but um, most likely I'll either be in New York, which again, I'm going to have to endure this kind of weather again. <laughs> it's really hard for me, but maybe I'll get used to it. I think this, this winter was apparently worse than usual. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it was. It was really bad. Um, or I'll be going to England, which is also very like gray and rainy sometimes. Um, when I went to visit in October, it wasn't the best weather, so I didn't get to see it in, like, its prime, which apparently it's, like, right now. It's, like, very nice and, like, warm and and nice and sunny, and I just I just want to be in the sun forever. Now I'm really excited about camp, just to be up there and, like, hang out by the lake, maybe, like, go on some hikes. And then just just enjoy being outside, because I need to see some greenery, I need to see some blue skies, I need to be around water. (sighs) That's gonna be nice. Except that it still rains in the summer. Last summer was so rainy, it was very annoying. So hopefully this summer won't be as rainy, because I'm not trying to deal with that. Rainy days at camp suck. Um, I'm getting really tired now. I'm very sleepy. I think we're just going to return to this voice because, um... just because I'm too tired to speak at my normal level and I think all of us need a little bit of a break um, whether it's Monday or Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday or the weekend um, bet you didn't expect that one whatever day it is whatever time it is, whether it's morning (laughs) afternoon, late afternoon, early evening, evening, dusk, is dusk before the afternoon? I don't, evening? No, never mind. Whatever time of day it is, whatever day it is, whatever year it is, are you listening to this way far in the future? Shouts out, welcome previously gifted. Um, just like, enjoy it, you know? That's all I'm here to say. I am just here to say, enjoy it. That was actually one thing that I was, like, very good at um, last year, especially just while I was in France, was, like, reminding myself so often to enjoy that day and to not think too far ahead, not think about the past, just, like, appreciate where I was. So I was very good at, like, being present you know, I'd be sitting on Cormirabeau and like writing in my journal in the sun and watching the people walk by. And I'd just be like, it's such a beautiful day and I'm in France and I'm going to think about this forever. And guess what? I, I probably am because those were those were some great days. But, you know, I, I have moments like that all the time where it's like, you know, where you kind of walk walk out and you're, like, surprised at how, like, beautiful it is. And you're just like, damn, I need to take this, you know, I need to take advantage of this. I don't want to take this for granted. I want to truly enjoy all of this, you know? Okay, I'm really not making any sense. I think it would be best for me to end the podcast pretty early. Um, I know usually we try to get to, like, 50 minutes-ish. But, like, I have to get ready for work and I feel tired and hot now. You know? Plus, I'm, I'm barely saying anything. Anyway, I hope you guys um, have enjoyed this episode. And I will be in Miami, so... Ugh, I work so much. <laughs> I work so much immediately right when we get back. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Um, I will survive. Anyway, so I don't know exactly when next week's episode will go up. Hopefully, I'll try to still aim for Monday or Tuesday-ish. But thank you guys so much. Again, please leave a comment. Let me know that you're listening. Um, Leave us a rating on iTunes. And uh, have a freaking good day. I hope it's sunny or nice weather wherever you are. Try to get outside today. Try to soak up the sun. um, And have a a wonderful time, okay? Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, you can't see my peace sign. Okay, thanks. Bye.